0: welcome to the awakening bodies podcast and we're glad that you're with us yet again today's conversation we get real raw and authentic as lauren and i share how we've gone from living a life of dissatisfaction doing things that we thought were in line with god's plans for us to now being in alignment with our higher purpose and now being fulfilled with what we do on a day-to-day basis as you hear this is the first episode we ever recorded And we're really glad to share it with you as you get a sense into the journey that we've gone through from where we were to where we're at now and where we're going next. Our commitment, as always, is to be a value to you as we share our journey with you. Thank you for being here. Yes, super excited. Awakening Bodies first podcast episode. Lauren, how are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like, what are we about to talk about? <laughs> we have so much.
0: Well, it's, we do have so much. And if you were to be watching us right now, I am sitting, I think, on the ground of our old apartment, and
1: there's still stuff in it, though. It's not like <laughs> we have we haven't actually moved yet, but we just found out we're moving, which is exciting.
0: Yes, yes, we're super excited to be moving over to, um, yeah, our new home. But anyways, back to the conversation. So in today's conversation, the purpose of it is. We're gonna explore how we went from living unsatisfying lives to now living less of fulfillment and what that even means and the process to which we went through to get to the point at what we're at today.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, if you don't know us, which you more than likely don't, uh, my name is Sebastian. Originally born in Columbia, South America. Came into the States when I was nine. Long story short, 23, 23, 31 years old now. <laughs> living in South Florida. And my commitment is to support people, transform their lives, go to the next level currently supporting in the psychedelic-assisted space, specifically with psychotherapy, around the realms of ketamine-assisted therapy, transcranial magnetic stimulation, and soon to be much, much more. On top of that, I also support my clients in high performance, but high performance is a word that means a lot. For me, it means an all-around while living. That means everything from physical to emotional to mental to spiritual, especially spiritual, which I believe is uh, really the core of it all. You'll get to know about me as uh, these episodes evolve and I'm really glad to be welcoming you into our world. Lauren, give us a little bit of a introduction into your world.
1: Hmm. Well, I guess my life, I feel like it fully actually started when I met you. I mean, obviously I had a past before that, but a past that I wasn't necessarily proud of, so to say. You know, in high school, I dated someone who was borderline alcoholic and I started going down that path as well and so my life truly transformed when I thought I was going to a party (laughs) and it ended up being a business venture um, that I was really mad about at first because I thought again I was going to a party Um, and that's where I met Sebastian who's now my husband and it was a very beautiful time in my life because it was the first time ever where I was surrounded by other people who actually cared and like didn't just get drunk or do drugs to have fun. It was actually building towards something much bigger for our futures. And I, I love my family, but we didn't grow up in any wealth. And so college wasn't really a thing that was available to me. Um, And so this really took its place, and I got surrounded by an incredible community. And, of course, there's been so many ups and downs since then. You know, I were no longer part of the business venture that we were in, but it truly opened up my eyes to entrepreneurship and how to live a holistic and aligned life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, I'm like... The way you open that up, it's uh, my life started when I met you. No pressure on that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it did. It wasn't like about you, but I feel like it really did start then.
0: Yeah, I'd say that, that for me when, and not necessarily when I met you, but when we started to really explore the idea of entrepreneurship, the idea of being business owners as a Colombian immigrant and someone that did not grow up with any sort of entrepreneurship background, all I knew was just the typical route, which I'm sure you're familiar with as well if you're listening. Um, the idea of just getting some sort of education and from that, that education, finding a career, a job, something that you could put your time into and then you pretty much just take it from there. So yeah, I'd say that when we were going through our journey through network marketing, which Vima, God bless, Pika Bareko, you've made <laughs> thousands of millionaires and thank you, sir.
1: Not even that, but millionaires, wealthy wealthy people in their hearts.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And, not and, just financially, a, that's and, not
1: us right now, at least.
0: Well, and, and that's something that, that is really important to talk about. And we will talk about that because, again, fulfillment is so much more than just money. Yeah. Uh, rich, right? Like, what is, it? what is money? That's a deeper conversation to even dive into, not today. But, yeah, millionaires, not just in financial, in spiritual, emotional, mental...
1: Yeah, and so to even just piggyback off of what you're saying with that, you know, I my eyes got open to entrepreneurship. And as we were continuing to build that business, it was always, I was living so much in the future rather than the present. And even though, like, the future was driving the present, it still wasn't, I don't know, there was a little bit of a disconnect. But it was so much fun. There was so much beauty that came along with it. And when we decided to transition out of that company, it left me in a space of like, what am I doing? Who am I? What do, what does Lauren actually want to do? And so I got into the personal training industry. I opened up a studio at the time and also realized that I didn't know if I'd want to be doing that. You know, I was so young. I was 20 year, 19, 20 years old. Um, and so I was constantly just searching for that thing, thinking it was outside of me. Um, and I got myself following the the dollar thinking that more money was going to bring me this happiness and by following that dollar and the social norms of what was cool like going out getting bottle service and you know going to Las Vegas and blowing a bunch of money and just traveling the world and as it was fun it still I felt so empty inside and that's when I started working for the solar company that we were working
0: with. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go there, because you just, you opened up, the whole purpose of today's conversation is to go from how we went from living unsatisfying lives to now lives of fulfillment. Yeah. And you're, you're speaking of something really powerful because here you were, super young. Um, I remember going t- with you for the first time to Vegas. You weren't even 21 yet. We went <laughs> out and you couldn't, which was hysterical. No, I we did. We all laughed at I had at a you. fake ID. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we were and we were... Living what some people would have said successful lives and looking back on it for sure I mean externally everything looked like we were living amazing lives which we were but internally there was so much more going on so before we move forward because that's a really key thing to explore unsatisfaction Um, now that you're seven eight years later how do you now define unsatisfaction in your life or dissatisfaction? Mm. Which one? Well, I mean, both. I think dissatisfaction is the actual word. I don't think unsatisfaction is a word. Dissatisfaction? <laughs> yeah. satisfaction, yeah. Dissatisfied.
1: Dissatisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a great question, you know. And I was kind of getting there with the story, but... Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Well, to kind of fast forward even to moving to Florida. We moved to Florida like two years ago. And I got to this place where like I was doing what I loved, like... I was coaching, I had clients, and I was feeling so blessed to live in such a beautiful area and had such an incredible community which I've been praying about for such a long time. We've been praying about and here we are. It's like we have it all. And I just felt like there again there was like that gaping hole. And so what really supported me in fulfilling that was realizing that I don't have to get anywhere to feel satisfied. I always, like, it just feels like it it was constantly, like, a game and a ladder that I had to climb. And it was, like, every time I reached that goal, I would get, like, a dopamine hit and I got satisfied. But then I would go right back down and be like, okay, well, now what? (laughs) And so I feel like, for me, satisfaction really lies in the present moment and becoming super aware and conscious and present to, like, the beauty of the moment right now
0: hmm. presence
1: yeah
0: i love that you just went into the, the the core of transformation which is not so much as to what you have or what you're doing but so much more as to what you're being and i can relate very much so the idea of chasing something to get that something only to realize that there's still emptiness mm-hmm. i remember the first time i heard that success with uh, emptiness is the worst failure and I didn't fully get that until I actually experienced that, where I found myself in a position where everything seemed to be going well, but it was completely empty. And with what you just shared, it just touches on that. So if you're listening right now and you're in a position where you're chasing something for the sake of chasing something, explore that deeper. Explore as to what's the actual driving force behind it. Are you, is, is it for it some sort of clout? Do you want to put on some facade? Uh, are you looking to look a certain way? Or is it actually fulfilling to you as an individual? Is it something that actually fuels you and your mission and your purpose?
1: I love that, and it also brings me back to like this this culture that we live in, where it's so success focused. And I don't know about you, but like for me, like over the years, you know, people are buying homes and uh, having children and starting their families, and so like there is this social norm that society lives by and so i feel like there's always something to chase and i think goes back to your question is like but do you actually want that and do you think that that thing is actually going to hold your happiness
0: Hmm. is is your happiness attached to that thing
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i was actually just talking about this with my client um recently about the the dark side of weight loss because So many people talk about when you lose weight, you know, you're going to feel so confident and successful and feel so good in your body. And as all that is true, there's also a dark side to it if you are tying your happiness to the end result. Hmm. Because when you get there, I mean, there's so many studies that people who lose weight end up putting it back on because they realize it actually didn't fulfill them. Right. And they were searching for something else, not just the number on the scale. Hmm.
0: I just listened to something today that touches directly on that, and it said, losers focus on the goal, winners focus on the actions. And it struck differently. I've heard something like that before, but this time it hit differently because it got me to think. Um, so not so much the goal, but the outcome. It's people that are so focused on the outcome, and I say this because I found myself there, and it's, it's a good reminder for myself to consistently be focused in on, am I focusing on an outcome or am I focusing on the action? Because at the end of the day, you can't control the outcome. I can't control what's going to happen tomorrow. I can only control what I can do today. Mm. And from there, if I can consistently do the things that I know are going to eventually bring me about those results, that's all I can care for. But people get caught up in having something and having to maybe have more money in the bank accounts, whatever more even means. What if you were to just feel rich, feel wealthy, feel abundant now, and then have that money flow in? Because ultimately the state brings a condition, not the other way around. Mm. Which brings it into, again, satisfaction, dissatisfaction, fulfillment. So now with you, Lauren, going through your journey, you're extremely bright, you're a beautiful woman, you're supporting women in so many beautiful, powerful ways. What would you say fulfillment means to you?
1: Hmm. Fulfillment. Fulfillment. Such a beautiful word. Being full. Full of what? Like... In the concept of there's nothing wrong, there's no fixing that needs to be done, and that you're living whole and complete, that you are whole and complete.
0: Would you say you've always been from the, you've been, always had this perspective? No. Okay, so that's Yeah, cause...
1: no, absolutely not. And honestly, like what I was just thinking while you were saying that, it's fulfillment, it's. It's a state of being, and it's a state of being that I believe you get to choose every single day. And I mean, yeah, there's days where I don't feel fully fulfilled. But I bring it back to the meaning that I'm giving my life, and that reminds me of how fulfilled I actually am. I feel like it's this reminder to, to myself. Mm. Like, wait, why am I trying to fix something here? Like, mm. I am whole and complete. It's only an it's it's an illusion to think otherwise.
0: So would you say that when you're finding yourself in those regular, inevitable life conditioned, human conditioned ways of feeling like there's a dissatisfaction in place or a lack of fulfillment, would you say that you're focusing at that point on the specific outcome or like how do you bring yourself back to this place of realizing like, okay, I really do have everything I need and it is whole and complete?
1: Mm. Interesting question. I think it comes back to remembering our birthright and like who we are as individuals. We are love. We are, I just truly, I truly believe that. And I also see the flip side to it because transformation, or not even transformation, but inner inner change and desire to change does sometimes, it can stem from, the unfulfillment sure and so it's kind of like a rocky road to walk down because as it can be motivating and driving you it also could be the complete opposite and making you feel sad and lonely as if it's not complete
0: can so. you go deeper into that
1: can you go deeper into that i feel like i'm answering <laughs> a lot of questions right now well, well <laughs> so,
0: so honestly i was just re- i was taken back by something you said and i Honestly, was not present with that last part of what you said, which is why I asked if you could go deeper into <laughs> it, because it sounds like it's a double edged sword what you're saying. It could be really good, but then it could also be,
1: yeah, quote, not unquote great. really bad
0: on the other side. But what really caught, what 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 like took me off course was you said something around um, it, like faith. You you brought around like your your birthright. Yeah. And I think it's what took me from the present moment into that is we are so <laughs> deeply rooted in our faith. Yeah. Like. Our lives are deeply focused in on, I'll use this word right here, right now, unapologetically, God. And being the driving force behind everything that we do in life. Now, awakening bodies, this mission that we're on, part of it is to support people in getting to this place of wholeness and completeness. So now that you're in this place, for somebody that is maybe not understanding what whole and complete means, for someone that's... And look, there's a lot of afflictions, a lot of challenges... People go through stuff that happens every day. How would you support someone that may be going through one of those challenges and is like, Lauren, that doesn't make any sense. This just happened. How could things possibly be? How could this be possibly the way it's supposed to be?
1: Mm. I would love to hear your answer on that question. On
0: that question? Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Well, I mean, it brings it back to the whole idea of attachment. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to for me. We, we we as humans we don't we don't see what is beyond we just see what's right now we don't understand what could be we only we only see what's been. Honestly, the best way that I can answer the question that I post to you that <laughs> you post back to me. <laughs> thank you for being my mirror. Is the story of Jesus and when he brings Simon, and if you are not familiar with the story of Simon, Simon was a zealot. He was trained under. Um, what do you call it, like a a group that was focused on killing the enemy, which were the Romans and the other people in that time era. But long story short, Simon's brother is handicapped from a very young age. He falls from a tree and breaks his leg and, is, and, and his and he can't walk for the, his whole life. Now, why do I say this right now and how does this connect? Because here is now Simon in his early 30s and Simon is going off into a city to go kill a Roman official and... There is a scripture that Simon gave to his brother before he had left his home, where he said, when the lame walk, the Messiah has come. And here is Simon, about to go kill this Roman official. He sees his brother before that night that he was supposed to kill the Roman official. His brother's telling him to not do it. Next thing he knows, as Simon's about to go and attack the Roman official, his brother is walking his brother who couldn't walk for all for the majority of his life was walking in front of his face and Simon immediately drops his knife all of the years that he went through to become part of that group that he was with the zealots was completely thrown away and it was because his brother who was lame was able to be to walk again thanks to the healing that Jesus brought him now how does this connect to the question that you asked before and that I again that I posed to you that you posed back to me is that Simon could have never actually predicted that. When Simon's brother fell from a tree at a young age, Simon couldn't predict that 30 years later, his brother was going to walk, walk again after being lame, and he was because of that going to be able to believe that the Messiah had come. You can't predict that. I can't predict the fact that my father one day overnight doesn't wake up, passes away, only for a year later to my mom have a transformed life from that experience. can't predict that. So I think that for people that are going through challenges, I think these challenges are an avenue for all of us to really strengthen our faith to strengthen our core to strengthen who we are It's like they say challenges creates character if we're going through some sort of challenge as we're going through life, that same challenge that can knock you down can also be the same thing that can propel you forward and that is where if someone's dealing with something like how could this possibly ever be just I know it may be challenging, and I know it may be hard, and I know it may be impossible because the pain could be extreme. But what if this is in some sort of way working for you? What if that situation is happening for you, not against you? What if whatever just happened is in some sort of way down the road, you may not know right now, it may take years, what if that particular thing is going to actually be your blessing down the road? Now for that, it takes some deep introspection, some deep uh, trust, yeah, trust. S- some deep community. Get around people that can actually support you and hold you up.
1: Yeah, and we're not saying... like I hear what you're saying, and I just want to make it clear that we're not saying that it's not going to affect you oh no like, for sure not. <laughs> like yeah, emotionally for sure not. like feel all those feelings like if you weren't like that's just spiritual bypass like everything's mm-hmm. okay like I'm gonna be fine for this the universe has got me mm-hmm. you know there's so much of that going on right now like no like we're human we're in this flesh like feel everything that is happening even if it is in those challenging moments and then what are you gonna do moving forward from it mm-hmm. you know I always love to use this term like there's moments where of I'm gonna sit in my dirty diaper (laughs) like I am going to be sad I'm going to be mad I'm going to be angry about it and I'm gonna sit in a little bit sit in it for a little bit but after a while that shit gets uncomfortable (laughs) literally but intended (laughs) 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 but moving forward from that it's like okay like why is why is this actually bothering me Mm -hmm. this much why do I feel so hurt or betrayed and typically I love what you said about the attachment parts because we're typically expecting something from it. We're attached to our thoughts and our beliefs about a specific event or a thing, and so when things happen, yeah, we get shaken up. And how are we going to continue to live life? You know, when to just talk about your father, like when your father passed, like out of the blue, fifty four. Yep. Yeah, fifty four years old. You know, my my immediate thought was like, God, what? like what about the children like he was gonna be a great grandfather and all these things and i was so attached to that and because i was so attached to that it would just cause me so much more pain and misery to think about that and as yeah that's the reality and like that's true it's like okay how can i move forward with this and and have faith in something so much larger no doubt no doubt it's a hard pill to sometimes swallow but I think we all go through it. We all face adversity. We all face challenge. And I think what is so beautiful about this, I feel like I could say this word, but this transition that is happening among amongst the world. I feel like we are seeing this silver lining and realizing mm. like there's new terminologies around it and new belief systems around it instead of just it going like a downward spiral. It's like okay but how is this happening for me
0: mm.
1: where can i find that silver lining and and really lean into that
0: which is ultimately a choice yeah that can be scary too and i love what you said around and thank you for bringing that up because by no means did i in any sort of way mean to insinuate to not honor your emotions and to not on- honor your feelings That's going to be the access. That's going to be when you feel discomfort and pain, lean into it, not away from it. Mm. And we take a look at the past three years, suicides, addiction. There's been so much that's happened in those realms, which have skyrocketed, unfortunately. I think largely because of we just, we haven't, we don't know how to deal with pain.
1: Yeah.
0: We don't know how to grieve.
1: We've never been taught.
0: Exactly. We've never been taught.
1: And even when we would start to do that as children it would be shamed upon be like stop crying yeah go to your room why are you crying why are you crying yeah and so no in order to heal we have to feel
0: Mm.
1: we have to feel and honestly i think that's where a lot of fulfillment has come into my experience of life to bring it back to this because I allow I give myself that grace and allow myself to actually feel what I'm going through instead of just having rash freakouts mm. not knowing why I was feeling what I was feeling like I get curious about it I ask myself okay what is showing itself right now mm. what part of me actually wants to be nurtured you know if I'm angry it's typically because I'm sad at something and so it's like a daily experience of like honoring that and then also, like, shifting my state.
0: Hmm. Do you have any practices that you go through to honor that and to shift the state?
1: To shift the state specifically?
0: Well, I mean, it's because it's it's we're talking about a conversation that, without the experience, is just going to be lofty and very intellectual.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, like, for instance, this morning, I woke up. I was planning on going to the Sunrise this morning. I set my alarm. And I think because... I'm going off topic a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> but I think because I have a... A quiet time at night on my phone, this app for this alarm didn't go off. <laughs> and I looked at it. It said it was going off, but I didn't hear anything, and it just technically wasn't. So long to be short, I missed the sunrise. And so I was super upset about it. I was like, dang, I woke up like 45 minutes later. My whole day feels like it's thrown off. I was planning on going to the gym after that. I should be at the gym as I'm opening up my eyes right now. And so I missed my journaling, my breathing, like all of that. And so instead of kind of feeding that and going down that downward spiral, I was like, okay, just get up, go to the gym, go move your body. And so I think in order to shift that, there's so many different things that I personally do. I think it just depends on the moment. But this specifically was going and still honoring my commitment of moving my body. Um, And simply by doing that, I was able to just completely change my state you no, know, I was fired up. I put in my headphones, listened to some music and started my day. and I took note of ending it like 20 minutes early. So I only did like a half an hour workout instead of hour. I came back, I did my journaling, I did um, my affirmations for the day, and I kicked it off.:
0: Awesome. So you, you didn't allow the attachment of waking up early to hold you off. You still committed to your word. You did yeah. adjust the, your plan. So that yeah. you could get back, get back to your clients. to what you have to do, regardless of mm-hmm. whatever time you went to the gym.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that answers your question.
0: It does. It does. I mean, it's it's the question is is based on for someone that again this is like it's a lofty conversation in the sense that if someone that is does not practice this idea of changing your state, which by the way, I mean if if you catch yourself sad or upset at any point in time and you put a fake smile on, you literally release some good feeling chemicals. So it all starts with the body, like Lauren was saying. She woke up a little bit later but then once she got to the gym and started moving around everything was she she took on the charge to say i'm not gonna allow this to knock me down i'm gonna keep moving forward in my day so for someone that's that's like new to this conversation and may not have any of these practices in play to start to get mindful of what could they do if they are in your position maybe they wake up and instead of doing what they said they were going to do now it's 30 minutes later or whatever time it is and they don't have the time to do what they originally wanted to
1: yeah
0: so you did answer. I mean, it's it's you had an honor to your word. Which, by the way, that is the answer to developing self esteem. That's for a different conversation. You honor your word. Self esteem and self respect increase through the roof consistently, but that's something to develop. Which Lauren has over a long period of time. Would you say that actually that sense of respect for yourself and self esteem ties into the sense of fulfillment for your life?
1: Oh yeah, hundred hmm. percent. Yeah, it's just a full full access. I mean, how can you feel fulfilled if you don't? actually love yourself Mm. if you don't respect yourself if you don't feel confident Mm. and not by like what you said and not by the end result like achieving a goal but like actually showing up along the journey saying that you were saying doing what you said you were going to do Mm. how would you say a fulfilled life looks like for you
0: fulfillment i think for me is something that really I think it's really easy to know when you're not in alignment with what really moves you. Mm. I think you start to feel a sense of disharmony internally. It's almost like when you put on the right shoe on their left foot, it's like something doesn't fit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's I, awkward. It is very awkward.
0: Correct. Correct. Or you put on your underwear backwards. That's like, that doesn't fit. Something's <laughs> not right. <laughs> yeah. a woman would be really confused. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about you. <laughs> it's hysterical no fulfillment it it, fulfillment absolutely ties into the idea of honoring one's word and more so than that honoring oneself and when i say self i don't mean like the the lowercase self like the the human self i mean the higher case self there's that's a deeper conversation yeah the higher the higher case s self <laughs>
1: Say that five times like
0: that. the plural the not the plural the the, the big self <laughs> this idea that that at the core there's something that moves all of us and i think that life's purpose and i think that our journey through life is to explore what that purpose is to actually dive into what moves us not so much as to what our family or friends or society tells us to but what actually moves us individually and that is a process that doesn't happen right away i mean I've, I'm blessed to say that now at 31 years old, I can choose to focus on what actually fulfills me. And if you were to talk to me seven, eight years ago, I was in a completely different space. Part of it because of where I was at mentally, part of it because of where I was at spiritually, part of it because where I was at with work, there were just things that were holding me back. So again, for every, anybody listening, maybe right now, you got full nine to five days and you come home and you're like, I'm tired and I got to make dinner and I got to hang out with the kids or I got to hang out with my girlfriend or I got to go to the gym And these are things that you quote unquote should do. Where's that coming from? Where's the shooting coming from? What if you were to stop and say, okay, what do I personally, what is my, my, again, uppercase self, what does that want to do? What actually moves that being forward?
1: And what's so beautiful with that is like, what I'm hearing is even if you do have to, because let's just say, you know, you have to go take care of your kids. People Mm -hmm. might be like, okay, well, yes, you do, but how can you shift your perspective around it? Mm -hmm. How could it come from, like, I should do this into I want to do this. Mm -hmm. I get to do this. I feel like we live in such a society where, like, tired is the new norm. (laughs) Like, being burnt out is the new norm and it's like we're constantly dragging our feet to go to the next thing, giving our power away. But we have the ability to choose how we want to show up in every moment. Mm. Again, and that can be very confronting, because it's very easy to just be like, "I'm tired. I'm just gonna chill and watch Netflix," and that's cool too. Yeah, like honoring all of the parts of it. And are you saying it just to say it, or are you saying it because it's a pattern, or you're used to saying that?
0: Which is which? You make me think of being so mindful if we. Of who you hang out, hang around with. Yeah. Because it makes you think of, I mean, how many conversations have I heard where someone's like, I had a terrible day. Someone's like, well, you should listen to mine. <laughs> someone's like, no, I had a terrible day. <laughs> so now you got three people talking about which days was worse. And it's like, okay, how is that actually speaking life into you? Yeah. Is that bringing dissatisfaction or is that bringing fulfillment to your life? So key to be around a group of individuals, a group of people that can build you up. And if you're not around that yet, what if you were to be that person to build people up? What if you were to explore what that could look like? That could throw some people off course. But I think fulfillment is part of that, to be able to say, okay, how can I now make a difference in my life and this person's life? I think if you focus on the other person's life first, you were going to get a difference made in your life regardless.
1: Mm. Wow. Well, we didn't know what we were going to talk about. And this has been a beautiful conversation.
0: Well, I mean, the satisfaction to fulfillment. That's the whole purpose of why we started to talk today. How we got from a place of living in beautiful South Florida in a place where some people come down here just for vacation and we walk down Atlantic Ave in Delray Beach and we're taken back by how do we get here? It doesn't make any sense. As a Colombian immigrant and uh, someone that also didn't come for money, how do we get to this standpoint? It's a process. And we're really excited to share with you this journey of awakening bodies and,
1: and our lives. And
0: our lives, yeah. This idea that we've truthfully believed that everything that is happening all over the world at all moments in time to every single, of, every single person is in perfection. Can we be in a it's place of choosing? In perfection. In, like, in, in. Okay. space. Perfect. Yeah, was perfection. Like, wait. <laughs> you know, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Can we choose to see the silver lining, like you said? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well thank you for tuning in and listening to us in our lives and thank you just you know, what we share and what we believe in, by no means are we saying it to be truth. In fact, everything that we say and we start this off even in our retreats, right? Like we don't have the answers. This is just our perspective. We're here just to explore and discover what is our truth and if it resonates for you, like that's amazing. And if it doesn't, that's cool too. You know, we're just going through this human experience all together, and I think it's beautiful to have these conversations just to explore and get curious around life and how we can be our best self, capital S. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure, for sure, especially now in this, in this time in which we're going through. Everything that you're walking into in the day-to-day, whether it's home or work or school or whatever else, you have a chance and an opportunity to... Just make a splash. In fact, you're already making a splash. It's just what's what's the kind of splash that you're making.
1: Mm.
0: So are really glad to be having these conversations with you, to be sharing this space with you. Looking forward to many more to come. Get to know us a little bit deeper. This is our first episode. and um,
1: Looking forward to the next. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in.
1: Yes, and if you feel connected to this and feel like it would really benefit someone else in your life that you love... Um, please share it. Feel free to share it. You know, this is what we're here for. And subscribe if you want to hear more and follow us on our social media platforms. We would love to connect with you.
0: No doubt. And if something didn't resonate with you, let us know what that is. We'd love to explore a deeper conversation. Like Lauren just said before, no right, no wrong. Just personal preference.
1: Yeah. All right. See you on the next episode.
0: Be well. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Awakening Bodies podcast. Our commitment is to be of value to you, to support you. Maybe through our journey and through our stories, you're able to experience you and yourself and your challenges in new ways so that you can step forward in boldness and power in everything you do in life. We can always have the experience of evolving into a different version of ourselves, and we believe that through conversation, this is available. If you found this conversation of value to you, make sure you pay it forward. And if you are so feel and pulled to, leave a review down below. Let us know what you think. This feedback is supportive to us as we go through this unfolding journey of growth and development ourselves. Thank you.